Okay, hello and welcome back to a new episode of BB&W Speaks. I'm your host, Serafina Wambi, and today I'm here with three um, committed athletes for various sports, and they're going to talk to us about um, their recruiting process. And I picked them because they're all high-level athletes who committed to various places with different academic and athletic backgrounds. So first, you guys each want to introduce yourselves. Um, I'm Remy Ness. I play volleyball, and I'm committed to West Virginia. I'm Gavin Hoffman. I play football. I'm committed to our University of Iowa. I'm Lauren Crew, and I'm committed to Bates College, and I play volleyball. Okay, so first question is, how long have you guys been playing your respective sports? Hmm, I think since fourth grade, so since I was like nine. It was the last sport I had to try, like, after competitive cheer, when I kind of realized that, like, wasn't my thing. I've been playing football since I was like six years old. I started tackle football in second grade. Yeah, I started in third grade and then started playing competitively when I was 11. Okay. So, um, when did you guys each know that you wanted to play at the collegiate level? For me, it was probably, like, by the time I was in fifth grade, so, like, a year after I started playing, because I just, I really liked it, and, you know. To be completely honest, I, I would say my sophomore year, uh, I really started to get, like, the size for it, and I was like, oh, shoot, I really do this and play college football, because I, like, always wanted to play college basketball, like, that was my vision, so I had my head straight forward until my junior year. Yeah, I would say probably my sophomore year, once you have to start thinking about recruiting, and then I just thought if, and I was like, I can't give up the sport in two years, and I really want to play for another four years after high school, so that's why I knew. Yeah, so what did you guys each have to do kind of to make your dream happen? Like, Remy, you talked about having it from a young age, and like Gavin and Lauren, you guys have been playing the sport for so long. So what did you guys kind of have to do to make that happen? Me, personally, I had to, like... I had to email so much and, like, promote myself so much. It was, it was, honestly, it was kind of ridiculous because, like, I know other sports don't, Lauren, you can probably relate, like, other sports don't really have to do that as much, but, like, we have to put ourselves out there so much and, like, you can't be afraid to get rejected. So I was just sending emails all the time. For sure, yeah. Um, I just, first off, I had to perform, obviously, but the biggest thing for me after my junior year was I didn't weigh enough. I had, I had the height, but I just didn't weigh enough for the, the tight end position to get offers at the divisional level. So my biggest thing was I just put, I had, I put on 20, 35 pounds just to get to that number that coaches like were satisfied with and I ended up getting offers. Yeah, especially I think it ramps up a lot 17th year, especially for volleyball, because that's when you kind of start getting offers. So obviously you need to perform. We were out of town about nine weekends in a row, and so it was a lot of travel and a lot of work. And you have to be on your A game all the time because you don't know when college coaches are coming. Um, So we had that. And then also, yeah, just sending a lot of emails and finding also the schools for you, which for me it casts a pretty small net. So just finding those schools and continuing to build relationships. I didn't, I didn't have to email or do anything to coaches, but through Twitter, I just sent my link in big paragraphs to, like, probably over 25 coaches yeah. just to try to get my name out there. So, like, what did the recruiting process look for each of you? Because, like, you guys are going to schools that are very different um, socially, academically, and athletically. So, kind of, what did that recruiting process look for you? What was the school that you were looking for? So, my recruiting process was absolutely wild, and it still kind of is. So I was originally committed to the University of Oklahoma to play, and I had, like, sent tons of emails to them over the years, been to their camps, like, summer camps, all that, and I committed there, but then my coaches, like, unexpectedly resigned, so they hired new coaches, and they didn't keep, they kept everyone, but they, or they kept no one from my class who had committed, including myself, except for one girl, and so it was the middle of my junior year, and I had to restart everything, 
So I just started sending emails again, but then um, West Virginia just like appeared at my court one day when Oklahoma, the new coach was actually supposed to come and watch me and he never did. So he just like didn't show up, but West Virginia did. And that's kind of how they started recruiting me. It was like completely out of the blue. Like I did not expect that. And then took me on a visit and I committed. And now those coaches resigned too. So (laughs) trying to figure that out. With my experience, um, I, I kind of just started off late in the summer. This previous summer, I started going to camps, and then I finally got my first Division one offer uh, at an early morning workout here uh, at the actual, at the deck, actually, uh, for Arizona State. And then they wouldn't let me post my offer. It was my first Power 5 offer. They wouldn't let me post it until I got um, – I came out and visited there. So the next day I went to Missouri camp and then uh, camp after that two days in a row, which was tough. But – I flew out there, got to post that offer, but the next day after I got my first offer, I couldn't post it. I got a Missouri offer, and then I kind of started blowing off from there. And then I really started kicking it off at Iowa because I've, I've been talking to it for a while, but they never really threw an offer. So I met their tight end coach in St. Louis at a camp a day after I got my Missouri offer, and he was like, hey, we're going to offer you here in about two or three days. Like, you coming out to this camp the day after you just did a five-hour camp at Mizzou. It shows a lot. We're going to offer you this week. So I just felt great about that. And it's like Tidy University. So it was really motivating for me. And I always knew I kind of wanted to go to Iowa. But I always had, like, a top three. I had a top three. I was going to be Arizona State, Missouri, or um, Iowa, obviously. But I, I went to Missouri on official visit. Really liked it there. Um, went, went to Arizona State on official visit. It was really cool. Almost committed there, actually. And then I went to Iowa, and there was just something different about the coaching staff. They're really genuine. Stanley University, they got a really good reputation there. So two, three days after my official visit to Iowa, I just committed. Um, I had, like, three or four workouts playing. I had a workout with Alabama scheduled, like, late July. And then I just committed before that. And then I, I committed before my Tennessee workout and everything. I just kind of wanted to be done with the recruiting process, honestly, because it was just, like, really stressful. Like, just where are you going to go? Where do you want to go? You really don't know. And you kind of just got to do it. How did you make a decision when you had, like, that many options? Like, uh, I mean, you just, like, sometimes you, you get a lot of offers, and you just kind of, like, know, like, okay, like, do I see myself there? And, like, there's, like, four to, like, seven schools that you're like, yeah, I don't see myself there at all. Their offense isn't what I like. They don't use their tight end in their offense. They're not going to utilize me. Like, I'm not going to go there. Thank you so much for the offer. That like a great opportunity, but I kind of just narrowed it down based off the visual visits. Yeah, my recruiting <laughs> process was quite different. Um, so basically the first step was to figure out what I wanted in a school. So I decided I really wanted to go far away just to have a new experience and get out of the Midwest. And then I also wanted to find a high academic school so that I could get a good education coming out of college. And so that already limited down to Ivy Leagues and a couple D1 schools and then D3 schools. So I just sent, uh, and then D3, it's more liberal arts colleges. And I really like, there's a conference up in the Northeast called the NESCAC, which is the New England Conference, a a small conference. And so I really liked that conference. So I just kept working and emailing all those schools. And then I kind of decided that I liked the balance of the D3 level and that I could still do other things that I want to do. and so I emailed a bunch of schools, and then obviously having all those tournaments, a lot of schools came to watch. And then I went up to a camp in New York over the winter and uh, met Bates College there, the coach is there, and she's actually from Kansas. So I built a connection with the assistant coach pretty fast, and 
Um, yeah, so I really ended up liking that school. And then over the summer, I went and traveled to some of the schools in the Northeast. And also, I didn't realize this, but there's a process called the pre-report process, since they are more academic schools, where you basically submit all your academic information and basically a resume of everything you've done. And then for the NESCAC, on August 1st this year, you got your results back. And it's not a definitive, yes, you'll make it into the school, but you'll get a, yes, you look positive um, in the pre-read. And then only then can they give you an offer to move forward. And so I had a lot of schools I was talking to and a lot of schools outside of the conference gave me offers ahead of time, but I had to wait until August 1st this year. And then once I got my positive pre-read in, then I made a decision two days after that that I liked Bates College. I got to talk to the girls, and they were super nice. I really liked the program, and um, I really enjoyed that area. And I have family up in the Northeast, so Bates is in Maine, so I was really excited to go that far. Um, and so I made my decision, and then I still haven't gotten into the school yet. I applied early decision, and I should find out sometime this month, but that's what's a little bit stressful about it is because – since it is more academic school, sports help you get in, but they're not. it's not D1 where you can be assured to get in, and you still have to get in with your academics, so I still have to wait on that. Yeah, so what would you guys say has been the most challenging part of your recruiting process so far? <clears throat> Having both coaching staffs resign. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say the biggest thing is schools offering me money. I think for me it's just – like a lot of work in the peak of your recruitment process and for me and I think Remy too is like about 17's year mm -hmm. and it's really hard especially to balance school because I have to keep up all my grades and take hard, a hard, hard course load so having to keep up school and I also missed a lot of school for volleyball so having to balance all of that I really got had to balance and work on time management yeah no last year like we had five weekends in a row and that was a lot and I remember I was talking to you one day you're like yeah, I'm on my ninth week, and I was like, that's not real. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, it was difficult. It's crazy. You guys all kind of touched on, like, the stress that you guys felt, but what would you say was the biggest stressor, or, like, what was the time period where you were the most stressed during your recruiting process? So it was the after Oklahoma fell through. That fell through in, like, February 2023. So it's, like, the middle of – halfway – past the middle of your junior year and it's like junior year is already stressful and you like want to have everything figured out and just ha I guess having to pick up and restart and like know that it was square one again kind of and yeah it was frustrating the biggest part for me the biggest stressful thing for me is like I started getting all these offers and I was like really interested in like four to five schools but like like most of these schools are only taking like one tight end and in, in my class so like if another guy commits then that offers off the table basically or they'll take you over them I guess but like that was kind of the biggest thing is like I, I knew I kind of wanted to go to Iowa and another guy committed because I was taking two tight ends in my class so another guy committed so I was like oh shoot if another guy commits then like I can't I don't even have the option to go to Iowa anymore so I feel like kind of doing like looking at that like stressing about how how that is like it's like oh should I commit now should I commit later like what do I do because like, I'm really interested in all four or five of these schools so I don't know it's the biggest thing that's pretty stressful yeah my highest stress was either right when I started the recruitment process because when you're looking at the big picture and you haven't really sent out emails and you don't really know what to do it's kind of stressful and also like once you start getting about like you start getting emails back and start getting validation from coaches and things start progressing then you feel a lot better because you always have the worry if you're not going to find a school you like or uh, you won't find a school that likes you that you want to go to. So that was a big stress. And then just at the peak of the winter season when I had a lot of tournaments and 
a lot of schoolwork to do, and you just have to stay on your A game. And also last year, um, I was really stressed about club too because I'm a competitor, so I really cared about my team as well as my own recruitment process. So just like the balance of all the schoolwork, my club team, and my own process. Yeah, so for all of you, obviously it was your first time going through the recruiting process, but do you have any like family or any friends that you had like seen go through that process which made it kind of easier for you? Like, did you know what you were going into or were you kind of just like thrown in blind? I'd say I was thrown in blind and I don't really think that now that it's almost all said and done, like my, what happened to me was pretty uncommon Mm -hmm. for it to happen. For it to happen once, sure, maybe, but like twice, it's like, what? Yeah. So like, I would say for me, I'd watched, I'd talked to like older girls who'd gone through it and stuff. Like I didn't have any like family or siblings that like had really gone through that. So I just had to figure it out on my own. Um, so both of my cousins played uh, basketball in Missouri and one plays in the WBA today, but um, like they're really helpful with like choosing decisions and like who to trust and like who, like what to like look out for. Cause um, especially my cousin Sophie, she was one of the top high school hoopers in the country. Um, for women's sports and she would come in Missouri in eighth grade and like she had over 30 offers to play basketball anywhere around the country so she was like kind of getting really like a lot of looks and a lot of voices but she was still committed to Missouri and ended up going there and having a great career but she was just really helpful and, and stuff and like any question I had she really helped me out with that recruiting process even though it's not really on the football side. Yeah, I would say I was basically thrown in blind from a recruiting standpoint because going to a D3 higher academic school is a very narrow amount of colleges, colleges, and there basically aren't any in the Midwest, so I didn't really have anybody to talk to about the recruitment process, so I ended up um, getting a recruitment service that helped me out, uh, and even they didn't know a whole lot about, true. yeah, they didn't even know a whole lot about my situation, but I do have cousins up in the Northeast that go to smaller liberal arts schools, not to play sports though, so they helped me look at what I would want in a school, and then just getting a lot of help from the girls at the college, too. And then my dad was a lot of help just because he went to a higher academic school, too, so he kind of knew what to look for and stuff when looking for a college. Yeah, I, the recruiting service, I used sports recruits, and it was yeah. so helpful. Yeah, I had sports recruits and NCSA, and it was really helpful getting my videos out and stuff, so that mm-hmm. was helpful. Yeah, Yeah. so um, looking back at the recruiting process, what's something you think you could have changed or do like would do better next time? Honestly, I I don't really think there's any way to prevent, like, for me to have prevented what happened or, like, seen it. I yeah. would have had to have seen it in the future and can't do that. So, like, I honestly, I'm grateful for the way everything's gone because, like, I think I've learned lessons from all of it. And I, I think there's a silver lining somewhere in there as to how, like, this is all going to work out the way it's supposed to for me. So I wouldn't say that I would have done anything differently because I gave my all to it. So, uh, for me, um, personally, I probably would have just committed a lot later, um, rather than like two or three days after my Iowa commit. Just so, but I really, I really like kind of, I kind of regret it, but like, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, I don't really care, but like, I wish I explored like Alabama, like all the bigger schools, just to like see what it's really like and like see if I would have liked it. But I'm happy with Iowa. I have no regrets. That would be the only thing. Yeah, I don't think I have any regrets. I'm really proud of all the work I put in last season for at least for volleyball, 18 seasons kind of, you play just to have fun and you're already committed, so you just want to get better and stay healthy. So I'm really excited that this year I get to have a less, much less stressful year. So I'm really proud of the work I put in. And I don't have any regrets because I'm super happy where I ended up and I'm really excited to go next year. And 
experience something new, and I love the college and the program, so I'm just really excited. Yeah, so what would, like, what would you guys describe your school as, like, academically, socially, athletically? What kind of made you think, like, this is a school for me? Um, so West Virginia, when I went on my visit there, it's, like, obviously it's really strong in school spirit. They're really passionate about being mountaineers. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd say that was, like, a big thing for me was I wanted to go to a school like that that was, like, really into their sports because like West Virginia the university is really all the state has there's no professional sports team nothing so it's like everyone's putting everything into West Virginia athletics and I just thought that was really cool they also have um my major sports psychology which not a lot of um schools have so yeah that's that's exactly what uh kind of Iowa is um they don't have any any pro team so it's it's all about Iowa football and Iowa State obviously but um they they have a lot of a lot of good loyal fans, very big fan base. It's all about Iowa football, um, just really good atmosphere, um, and it's kind of known if if you ask anybody or like if you know anybody like Tiding University, they got the, about four or five guys in the NFL that went to Iowa, like George Kittle, T.J. Hawkinson, Noah Fain. Um, there's like I think there's like one more I can't remember, but it's just like they're really good at developing tight ends. They really utilize their tight ends in their offense, so it's just kind of best place for me and where I wanted to be and wanted to go through that. Is your ultimate goal to play in the NFL? Yeah, that's, that too? yeah that's my dream. Mm-hmm. That's all I see myself doing, really, so yeah. I'm going to chase that as long as I possibly can. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for me, I was looking for balance in school, and I would say my school, it's definitely a smaller school, and it's liberal arts, um, and the class sizes are really small, so you really get to know your professors well, and Bates really describes themselves as a really friendly community and they're like everyone's super friendly everyone's super nice and I really am looking forward to the balance of getting to try out new clubs and stuff and still play volleyball and also have a really good academic future and I'm planning to major in economics I'm excited to take more business related classes and also I love the location it's in Lewiston Maine so it's a small town kind of off the coast of Maine Um, and it's really pretty especially in the fall and winter uh, and then my family lives not too far away in Boston, so I'll have family to go to. So I'm really excited. Sorry. Honestly, academically, I really have no idea. Um, I'm I'm graduating early, so I'll be there like over a month, like 35, 45 days. So I'll be there um, on an open major. So I'm just doing a lot of really just exploring classes, honestly. I was going to ask, this is like kind of a stupid question, but like, can you, like, go to the beach? Like, is it, like, I know there's a beach, but, like, is it, like, a beach where, like, people go to the beach? You know what I, I mean? mean? I feel like that's really oh. self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we just yeah. stare no. at it. <laughs> no, no, okay. Never, uh, yes. Uh, what, what's the weather like up there? Cold. Well, that's why I asked. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. is it, like, a well, beach destination? In the winter? Uh, it's, like, a beach, like, Let's put our hoodies on and look at <laughs> Do you know? Have you, okay. No, I'm just no. Yeah, I mean, the winters get really cold, but also we have some time off, like about a month off, kind of towards the winter time when it starts getting warmer. So you, there's a lot of ski places nearby, and I think students get free or at least discounted ski prices. So I'll have to learn how to ski. And then <laughs> oh my God. Uh, the weather is super nice skiing. in the summer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And the weather's super nice in the summer, so yeah, there are, like, beaches and parks and stuff, so don't worry. That's... I won't be deprived. <laughs> I'm glad the beach is a place you can go. <laughs> just, like, stare at it. I went to the beach this summer when I visited Maine. Oh, oh. was it nice? Was it pretty? Wait, yeah. yeah. 
That's so yeah, I cool. tripped and fell over a rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for anyone kind of looking to start the recruiting process or wanting to um, play their sport at the collegiate level, do you have any advice for them? Um, really ask questions on your visits. I got like really nervous on mine and I got super quiet and like it was, I just wish that I would have been like more confident in myself and been like, okay, just talk to, especially like talk to the players and like ask people, don't be afraid to ask coaches questions, anybody questions. Like the only way you're going to figure out like the truth about these programs and the people that are wanting to recruit you is by like being bold so be bold uh honestly like <laughs> just any advice for people who are like trying to get recruited or like have a dream of playing the next level honestly uh you gotta like really get comfortable being uncomfortable like you're gonna be put in really hard situations like mm-hmm. whether that's you work, grinding to work out to get bigger put on weight whether it's eating to when you're throwing up and stuff like that but like at some point like just do whatever you possibly can to like make your craft as as good as possible and like prove your coaches that like you should be on the field that you should be getting recruited and like just work your hardest I'd say I'd also say like being a good teammate goes so far yeah like so many coaches they want to recruit good people to be at their school because if you're a bad person and you're not a good teammate like and you're really good that it's gonna hurt you someday like you have to be able to be like well-rounded to be able to make things happen for yourself and have a good mindset. Like that. even people like when I oh, took yeah. some of my visits, um, I take a visit to Purdue and like I'm a pretty talkative person. Like piggybacking off that, like I just like I was like introducing myself to like random coaches or like random people around the facility when I was walking around there, like meeting new people and like the coach was like, man, like you're a really good person. Like you really, really outgoing. Like that person, like the, the person I like says hi to or something is like a really quiet person or something and. I don't know, they just, like, it goes a long way of being a nice person, like, being genuine. <laughs> that was what my advice was. It really makes an impression because you're, I mean, like, the difference between you and other recruited athletes are very small sometimes, and so it's, like, having a good personality and being someone that coaches want to coach and want to have around for the next four years really takes you a long way. And, yeah, my advice was just, first of all, like, you have to not be afraid to put yourself out there. Like, you have to email stretch schools. You have to email everyone that you want to email and like you're gonna get rejected but it also even if you don't get recruited first of all you could say you did everything you could to get recruited and you can leave with no regrets and second of all it does build a lot of resiliency and character because you are gonna be put putting yourself in uncomfortable situations or going to camps or having coaches come to tournaments and maybe not playing your best or your team didn't play that your best in that game and stuff and then also yeah just like whenever you meet coaches in person like showing your true personality and you don't need to be formal you just want to be yourself and that makes a big impression and goes a long way yeah I think controlling the controllables for sure because like if if I say I play a bad game or something and I'm frustrated like the first thing my parents ask me is like, did you control your attitude, your effort, and your communication? And if you say yes, then you did the best you could. Yeah, absolutely. You just, you just gotta, it's not going to be easy. So, I mean, I just, you got to have a really growth mindset and really push through like the really hard days and like the really like mm-hmm. doubtful days. Because there'll be days when I was like, damn, like I really suck. Like I shouldn't be, like I shouldn't deserve mm-hmm. what I have. And like, that's just like the downside of like, sometimes y'all bad games and then just get really down on yourself. But like, you kind of got to enjoy those at the same time because yeah. it, it, you, you grow as a player so much. It's how you bounce back that counts, too. Like, oh, yeah. if you have something, like, crappy happen to you. Like, for example, when my, I did decommit from my dream school, 
that sucked, but, like, I still had to turn around and play the rest of my season and play good. So it's, like, you just have to believe that it's going to work out for you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, a lot of hard work. And so putting in that work and making sure that it's – because that's also when – once you're done with it, that's when you know you – that's really what you want. Because if you put in all the work to get to where you want to be, that's when you know that you're going to end up having a really good time wherever you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so now that you guys have committed, what will the next step look like for you? Like, Gavin, you said you're graduating at semester. Like, what will the rest of this year look like? And um, going into next year, what will it look like? Um – yeah, so now my coach has just resigned last week, so I'm working on kind of figuring out, like, what that looks like for me. Um, definitely, I think my next step is hopefully seeing um, who West Virginia hires as the new coach um, and just, like, making sure that I'm taking all the steps necessary to, like, keep communication going. Yeah, for, for me, I'm... I'm early graduating, so I move in, like, January 14th, I move in, and fucking hit me like a rock, but honestly, I'm ready for it, I'm really excited to meet new people, make new friends, and just really start working on my, like, dream of playing on the next level, so I'm really excited to just start developing, really. My next step's getting into the school later this month, hopefully, Um, and then by then, I just need to keep my grades up and keep working hard. I'm still taking a pretty hard course load next semester, so I have that. And then just to stay healthy and keep working on volleyball and have a good last season. So, That's awesome. Um, do you guys have any, any final thoughts, anything you'd like to add about the recruiting process, um, anything you're thankful for, and just how you feel about the whole thing looking back? Uh, honestly, I'll just say the last thing, like, if you don't know if you want to, you're kind of in the middle, like, do I want to, like, pursue something? Just do it. Like, just try it, you know? Mm-hmm. Just go chase your dream if you really have a dream of it. So, Yeah, you never know unless you go, so just... <laughs> <laughs> well, that was poetic. <laughs> yeah, but actually, that I I do mean that. You never know unless you go. Yeah, you'll never know what's under the rock unless you pick out the rock. What? <laughs> no, I'm just saying with another analogy. Analogy. <laughs> Okay. Lauren, any final thoughts? Um, you have to have something poetic. I know you yeah. do. <laughs> Your Hawkeyes, Mountaineers, and Bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, thank you guys for listening into this episode of BBNW Speaks. I'm your host, Serafina Wambi, and we're out. Bye.